Welcome to Booze and Banter. We're all friends here. We like to talk, drink a little talk, and have a really good beer. Beer. That's what we do Tuesday nights because we like to hang out. Booze Banter. Booze Banter. We never had no clout. I've never had no doubt. We're starting. Three, two, one. What's up, guys? Welcome to Booze and Banter, episode number 76. It's been two months, and we're still alive. Winter got us down, but we're coming back here. We're excited, kind of, I think. And yeah, sorry for the long hiatus, everybody. Actually, we probably have nobody anymore after the long hiatus. (laughs) We're not populating anymore on any podcasts. That'd be great. Coming back, new year, new us. Let's go. 2022, fresh start. Well, we're going to start all these like all the others with some happies and crappies. We'll see how long this fucking takes since it's been such a long time. Um, And I'm going to throw it over to Fields. Let Let him take it. All right. Since it's been so long, I'm going to get you keep it short because I don't want to get out of breath, out of pocket. I think the, my biggest happy for the last two months was coming back home for a couple weeks. Had a couple weeks off. Got to see the boys up in Fargo, except for the Corona Corner over there, Nick and Lawrence. They were out sick for a while, so I didn't get to see them. But besides that, got to see a lot of other people. Had a great time. It was a great, great being back in Minnesota, North Dakota, it was it was good being back in the Midwest amongst my people. So, how many McGoldens did you drink? Estimate. Oh, I drank. Uh, like you want the honest answer or the uh, or the. I want the podcast answer. <laughs> podcast answer, fucking a thousand, dude. A thousand McGoldens <laughs> down, easy, easy. Honest answer, I would say over fifty. Plus minus 50, I would say over 50 for sure. That's a solid number. Yeah. No no crappies. No crappies. Ryan Hyde at 2022. No, no crappies, huh? Not Hell a no single cr- one. Hell no, Corona boy. I fucking, I'm healthy. I'm fucking doing well. I'm doing well. That's all I got to say. All right. All right. Uh, should we just, should we just go on the coal wave and, uh, yeah. Lawrence next. Yeah, we can. I'm gonna Lawrence. I'm gonna go opposite fields. He's gonna keep it short. I'm gonna go along and let let everyone know how my two <laughs> months have been. Um so let's see. Let's start with crappies. We'll start with crappies and end on a high note. Um crappies over the last two months. Let's see. So popping off um due to either weather or coronavirus of some family member. Or sickness of some kind, I have yet to have Christmas with <laughs> any of my family members, other than, of course, my wife. Um, well, we did have, we did kind of have a Christmas, pseudo uh, Christmas. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a Christmas in Brainerd. Um, but I mean, we still have all of our gifts wrapped. We haven't given any gifts. I, we haven't opened any gifts from from parents or Secret Santas or anything or grandparents, anything like what? that. You haven't opened a single gift that someone's given you yet? No, Jen and I have opened and given each other our gifts, but I haven't gotten anything from, like, mom or grandma oh, or so I haven't given my you mom. Or... Don't, you don't have them right now. 
they're still at their places, right? Yeah, they're still at their place. Okay, okay. I thought for some reason you obtained the gifts. They were just sitting no, in the no, no, unopened. No. And I'm like, that is the most self-restraint I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. No, not quite to that extent. But uh, so we're kind of rescheduled. We've rescheduled some Christmases for later in the month, um, which, you know, is what it is. You got to obviously try and keep your family safe. So um, that was crappy. Um I did get coronavirus within the last couple months, within the last couple weeks, actually, two weeks ago, I did get it, or was it, yeah, it was two weeks ago, um, I came down with the vid, very mild for me, um, I, only reason I got tested even was because of, um, people I was around that test positive, but, (laughs) but, like I said, I mean, I worked from home, I brought my laptop, everything, I still technically worked and everything like that, so I didn't get, you know, I didn't get hit hard, I was a little bit, a little bit weak in the knees, uh, a little bit, you could say, and had a minor cough and a little bit of a, of a headache, but nothing that I would say caused a major alarm on my end. Um, also, crappy number two was my, my grandma's been pretty sick recently, um, so hoping that everything goes well with her. She's kind of been, she's in the hospital for over a week, um, kind of getting woozy, not really knowing where she's at, stuff like that. She had a cellulitis it's called and uh and an infection in her leg and she had other things that got her really sick and then she's just been really struggling to recover from it so she actually went she's been in and out of the hospital last few times uh uh, these last few weeks um you know to get back home again tomorrow hopefully so uh that's been pretty tough just kind of checking in with my mom and grandma and uncles and making sure she's doing good on a on a daily well on a i guess bi-weekly um time frame i guess um and then let's see what else has been crappy if i really got a pick of things um very surprised that feels did not say this but betty white died in the <laughs> oh shit I forgot. I forgot that's a crappy major crappy that's why i was like not a single crappy it was well, been two weeks since she died I re- i'm older already I moved. Yeah. <laughs> um i won't steal that from you but that was obviously a bummer. Um, and then I think as far as crappies, those are definitely the ones that are on the major end. Um, can't think of really anything else that must have not been too bad. Um, definitely got a lot more happies than crappies. I'll, I'll rattle through those quicker. Um, but Time out. While, while we're on the Betty White topic, you know Betty White was born before sliced bread was a thing? <laughs> so instead of saying the best thing since sliced bread we gotta start saying the best thing since betty white uh, Ooh, okay that's that's a good one hey there's your words of wisdom that, that's, that's <laughs> it early oh shit <laughs> every time sliced bread comes up i just think of that family guy episode of i don't want two whole loaves of bread on my sandwich but anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh happy's work's going great um uh, we had like year-end reviews and things like that, and they told me that they're really liking what they're seeing. So it's always nice to get, you know, affirmation from your work of, you know, you're doing great. We want you to stay here. Things are going well. Um, so that's really good. I'm going to Arizona next week for my uh, for one of my best friend's weddings. Very excited for that to be in Arizona for a few days, get away from the weather that we've had in the Great Plains up north. You playing some golf? Uh, so unfortunately, I won't because they're golfing at like. 
11 o'clock and our plane doesn't land until three because they're there for obviously a week and we're there for like four days so i am gonna miss golf but nonetheless we'll probably go hiking and and things like that wait a minute you're saying they they can only golf once in a week they can't golf twice they can't golf with you wednesday night is the rehearsal thursday is the wedding and then friday i probably could golf but i'm i'm sure the one day that we don't have anything planned jenna's not going to want to go golfing (laughs) you could play play a quick nine before the wedding i'm probably (laughs) good you're probably right i did I, I had a buddy's wedding this uh, fall. We played a quick nine before the wedding. Yeah, we may have to. Well, I'll definitely bring it up and we'll see what happens. But that's a good idea. Um, let's see what else is happy. Uh, Jen and I actually met up with a realtor. We have an official realtor now. And we're actually going to be looking at a couple of houses tomorrow. Nice. Well, really? One for sure. Staying local? Yeah, we are staying local. Um and what else? I mean, a lot of big things. Oh, I'm missing something. I know I'm missing something, but just as of now, that's all I can think of. I know that was kind Ooh, of a lot. What about the Pittsburgh Steelers making the playoffs? Oh, yes. My God. Yes, that's what I'm missing. Was Pittsburgh squeezed through. And what I'd like to say to everyone else is, just like they did in 2005, they have the mentality of we shouldn't even be here. And what happened? They got the ring. Whoa. They got the ring that year, so they're going to have the same mentality. They're going to come in and be like, we shouldn't even be here. It's Ben's last season. We're going to get it. It's even more delusional than Bach right now. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger literally said in the press conference, he goes, out of the 14 teams in the playoffs, we're obviously we're the worst. Us. Like, we yeah. have no chance of winning. I'm just going to go out there and have fun. Ben <laughs> doesn't even want to play. He wanted to end on a victory. And his regular season, last regular season game, he wanted to end it. And then they're forcing him back. Watching that game, fantasy-wise, was actually kind of painful. I mean, Najee Harris ended up doing great for me, but all they were doing was just trying to throw touchdowns. Like, they were on the two-yard line, they threw the ball three times, and I'm like, you got Najee Harris in the backfield, you're going to throw the ball three times. But anyway, yes, that's also a positive. Um, Jeez, now I'm really rolling off. I took the ship Took the ship this year in our fantasy league. That was super satisfying to beat Joey, especially because he beat me in the regular season. And I know every, I assume, I take that back. I assume everybody would have rather had me win than Joey. Yeah, I that's assume. Pretty accurate. Yeah, it was much easier paying you the payout than having to pay Joey that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Slim Jim doesn't need any more money off of these fucking bets. That's. So very, very happy about that. I also took third in my really in my biggest league that I have as far as money wise. So um, got money back in that league, which was nice. So I ended this fantasy uh, season uh, with payouts in two of the three leagues and uh, ended up positive money. So that's good to go there. Um, Yeah, I'm going to just I'm going to let somebody else go because it's uh, it's been a minute. Um, But yeah, a lot of happy. Definitely outweighed the shout out. I want to shout out all the second place winners in fantasy this year. If you got second place, you're doing well, guys. Next year, this is our year. Nah, fuck you. If you ain't first, you're last. Thanks, Buck. Lawrence, Lawrence, before you end, though, I got to ask, how is the first year that you can say that I had Christmas with my wife? How is that? How does that feel? That's actually very true. It was it was nice. It was a little bittersweet because we uh, obviously enjoyed the gifts we uh, gave each other, and we just had our own um, – our own Christmas with just her and I and and it took us we had like ten I mean probably eight eight gifts 
eight to ten gifts total to the to the two of us, and it took us like over two hours to open them because we like open them and then unpack them, try them on, and did all that type of stuff. So like, it was definitely it was fun, and it is nice to see my wife. It's kind of now now that I've been married for you know the long time I have, it's wife just rolls off the tongue easier. It wasn't like fiance and girlfriend where I'd always be like, oh yeah, I'm with my girlfriend, and I would always fuck up instead of say fiance. I feel like I say wife all the time actually. So it's kind of. Are you one of the guys that say wife too much? Do you, do you do you sprinkle it into every single sentence? Yeah, every conversation. Yes, that's me. You nailed it. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 all I got. If something else comes in, I'll just interrupt. Well, I'll, I'll hit up next. I think my happies are gonna be less. My and my crappies. Oh. Uh, crappies. Uh, really, honestly, COVID wasn't that bad. I got COVID. It was just are fucking... A, are you a two-time survivor right now? Mm, no, I only got it once. I've only had it once. Oh. And luckily... I no, I, I quarantined at Jenna and Cole's house. Well, I didn't quarantine. I lived at Jenna and Cole's house. The other time. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. No, I yeah. It. So, but the only crappy part about getting COVID is that uh, working at the brewery, having such such a small team, like I'm the only full-time employee... Like, it does push shit back, and then you come back, and you're, like, fucking rocking. And and you still feel a little bit tired after you have COVID. So we did, like, two brews that week, back-to-back days. I was fucking not in shape for that shit. Because I had my COVID, you know, my COVID body. Uh, so oh, yeah. I was... <laughs> but, no, everything else was pretty solid. Um, we did get to do half of our Christmas. Uh, so that was good. Uh, went home this last weekend. Went to the Snarky Loon Brewery. Brewery. They're just good people there. Uh, so I'll keep on supporting them as long as I keep on going home, you know, because I think they're just trying to grind it out with one barrel and fucking making 30 gallons of beer at a time. Um, swing Barrel at, at work, is, it's been great. I mean, brewing has been, I think the more you do it, just the more efficient you get at it and and just the better your beer is as well. So that's been really fun. We made a beer that's just fucking flew off, uh, flew out of the tank. That was sick. And we made like a 7% lager because now we're just like having fun with it. Uh, so like a little bit of breathing room, which is kind of sweet. Um, most of my happies and crappies generally revolve around beer. So... <laughs> No big things. No, nothing really big has happened. Uh, I guess I did pop a wheel on my tire, but the happy in that situation is I had my uh, savior, Bogage of Bar, drive a big fucking quarter ton pickup truck to come and save my ass mm-hmm. through ice and snow. We did almost go sideways on a bridge one time, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Got some new tires on the car. We're good to go. So. Yeah, it's been uh, two months just filled of fucking working, basically. So, haven't missed a beat. Fuck, I'm still waiting for the picture of your truck. You told me you'd send it once you got it, and you still haven't sent it to me. I, I don't even know. Are you even a truck guy? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, dude, he's a truck guy 100%. And this is, this is when you know he's a truck guy. Because instead of just pulling into a parking spot... Back in. <laughs> this motherfucker went full truck guy mode and just decided that's what he's doing. He's he's all in. 
So I'll, I'll give him props. He's a motherfucker even had his hood open one day and fucking tinkering in on the battery. Oh, I was like, shit. this is a drug guy. Yeah, my neck gets a little bit more red every day. <laughs> For sure. He's a little, yeah, he's rednecker than you. Sooner or later, it's going to be Zins, but we're going cope straight. No more. <laughs> <laughs> no more playing around. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, but yeah, no, everything's everything's been good in this neck of the woods, I think. Nora's saying more words and being a toddler, so that's fun. She's doing more things. Again, that one time. Yeah, I'm really sick of that. Like, sometimes they just don't hold their shit in, and it was in the bath. Who hasn't shit the bath? Yeah, but this is twice now, and the two times she's done it was when I was giving her a bath. (laughs) Now she thinks it's fun. What are you doing? Well, no, I just fucking sit there and gag and scream for Ashley until Ashley runs upstairs, and then she cleans everything and everybody up, and I go downstairs and puke. So just, that's about the same process. It's a game you're, now. You're scarring your daughter. Yeah, she's, or maybe she likes it. She does it on purpose, so mom gives her a bath. Nora to Nick Zero. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I think for everybody, I, so I have a really weak stomach. But so if you, weak stomach squad out there, when you have a child, you will puke more times than you imagined. It's just, it's, they puke, you puke. They shit, you puke. It's just bad. It's bad stuff. Great for your diet, though. You're looking, yeah. you're looking hella skinny. Thanks. You're looking so <laughs> thin right now, dude. Trying to lose a little weight, just puke a ton from your kids making puke. <laughs> so healthy. Eat a pizza, go upstairs, smell some diapers, puke. You don't have to worry about none of that. Bulimia is a real thing, though. I don't want to joke about that. We're an inclusive podcast here. Bulimics, pile up, baby. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> All right, Bog. All you. Um, damn, two months. Lots happened in two months, but the most important thing that happened in these past two months is the Eagles fucking made the playoffs. All right? They started out the season 2-5. and Everybody doubted us. Rookie head coach, unproven quarterback. You know? You know what happens? We end the season with nine wins. You know what happens? Make it a division in football. (laughs) Make it to the playoffs, and it all started, it all sprouted with Nick Sirianni's flower speech. All right, baby? We're two and five, and he goes to the media, and he starts talking about flowers and fertilizing the ground and how we're all going to sprout, and everybody laugh at him. Look what he did. He's, he's spewing shit, and it's a shit team. That's why. And you know what another happy is? Carson Wentz fumbled the bag and missed the playoffs with the Colts, and we got the first-round pick out of it. That's a damn good happy. <laughs> yeah, Carson Wentz, he, 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 he really crapped the bed. Oh, my God. All they had to do was beat the worst team in the league to make it in the playoffs. What was his QBR? Like, six? Didn't, didn't really throw much. <laughs> but I, I think I told some of you guys I was watching that game, and he got sacked. And instead of just getting sacked, he, he fucking shoveled past the ball forward and fumbled, and I had flashbacks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, overall, Eagles making the playoffs with three first-round picks is, is huge, especially for the culture of the football team and Ricky head coach. Um, we do got Tom Brady and the defending champs first round. Um, 
highly unlikely we actually win that game, but you know, I bleed green. I'm I'm a fly eagle slides to the day I die. I got, I got the underdogs in this, you know. Um, like like I tweeted earlier, Tom Brady, Slim Shady, biscuits and gravy doesn't matter. Eagles by a million. Hungry dogs gotta eat. All right. Um, you put some money on this. You gonna put some money on this? You know. As a betting man, that's not a great bet to put some money on. <laughs> you want to put you want to put another beer on it to make it three. You want you want to you want to give me odds. You want to you want to give me the betting line. Yeah, what's the line? Let me see. You have you have it on top of your head. No, I don't. I haven't looked at it. According to Yahoo, it's eight and a half for Tampa. Eight and a half points. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put a beer on the spread. Yeah, put a beer on the spread. So then you owe me three. I'm I'm just by the time I move back, I want a full case, dude. I'm, I'm Dude, racking them up. You're racking them up. I'll do. Do you want to do double or nothing? What's the Pittsburgh spread? Anybody know? Look it up. Pittsburgh Here it is. Uh, right. It is. Oh wait. It is uh, twelve and a half. Oh my god. <laughs> Go put a hundred bucks on them. If they win, that's a solid payout. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I'll bet a beer on it. Fuck yeah. But yeah, super, super, super amped up for the birds making it. Um, unfortunate we got um, the defending champs, but if there's one team that, or one division that Tom Brady struggles against, it's the NFC East. So maybe um, history repeats itself <laughs> and it happens again. Who knows? You know? Oh my God. You're not the Giants, though. That's a problem. He only struggles against the Giants. And Nick Foles. I don't That's think true. what is strug like what is considered struggling for Tom Brady losing in the Super Bowl two Super Bowls <laughs> yeah three that, Super that, Bowls that's so sad that struggling three, yeah, three. for him is like losing in a couple Super Bowls a few yeah, yeah he's half, won half, he's half been to so many Super Bowls that oh damn he struggles in the Super Bowl well what else can we say about him. Yeah, true. that's his knock. Well, he kisses his son on the lips. That's true. That's true. He's addicted that to not. that. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, that's by far my favorite. Hap- or not my favorite, but a, a big one. Um, my other one was I actually got two consecutive days off in a row. Um, over Christmas to go spend time with uh the Hudsons at the cabin at Gold Lake. Not go like cotton like, um. So that was nice, just to you know, like work's not in session. I'm not getting any work texts because we're closed for two days. Um. So it was nice to just uh put my phone down and chill with the family for a while. We had a really good Christmas over there. I got a nice um rear view backup camera for my truck that has not been installed yet, but that's gonna be going up soon. I got a Bulbasaur Nike Swish sweatshirt from Grace. That thing is huge. Obviously, my favorite Pokemon. And on March 23rd, I'm getting a Bulbasaur tattoo. So that's another happy. Um, let's keep rolling them off here. Um, it really sucks that we're a Squirtle podcast. Though, yeah, it's a bummer that Bulbasaur is a fave, but it is yeah. what it is. Hey, that's the homie for sure. <laughs> Um, what else do we got? Um, took third place in fantasy. Fuck you. Um, 
not what I wanted for this season, but at least I got my money back, so that's good. Contractually, you got half your money. Contractually. <laughs> um, yeah, no kidding. Nick's over here writing. Con- you're sending contracts from last year. I got. I got a lawyer. Last year, what happened was uh, my boy went down. This year, my top player again went down. So I have a lawyer. And I'm going to be making some big splashes next year if everybody doesn't pay me 250 and Baca doesn't give me half of his winnings. I'm waiting to get served because I'm taking your ass to the court. <laughs> I'm there. You don't have... I've spent $56,000 in lawyer fees and all I want is about $36 back. <laughs> okay, so... If, if we can just work this out quickly, that'd be nice. We'll, we'll talk about it off-pod, you know. Sounds good. We'll, we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it one hundred. But um, other than that, happies. You know, that, that's pretty much it for my happies. Um, crappies. Um, works a grind. Um, as always, but uh, we're working on it. Um, still working forty five, fifty hours a week, getting paid forty. But that that's a struggle that we that we gotta deal with sometimes. Um. Let's see. Other crappies. Season 12 of League of Legends just started. Why is that it, crappy? Um, because we all are trying to actually climb this season to get better. And it's probably the most frustrating game on Earth to try to grind and get better at. Um, because the, the mode you grind in is solo duo is what it's called. So you can play with up to two players on a team of five. And even if you're doing well, if your other teammates are shitty, you just lose. So it's uh, it's very tilting. Um, but we we go on. We we making improvements. And um, you know, ever I don't since our last episode we recorded, we've gotten fucking so much snow, so much nasty weather. We're supposed to get another six to ten inches between tonight at midnight to tomorrow. Um, so it, it's been a fucking winter here, and it's not even like a winter spread out. It's like a winter starting like Christmas to January thirteenth. Like it's been it's been three winters in that span since I've been yeah, up here in Fargo. Nasty. Yeah, yeah, and and that means you're not going to be able to play disc golf until late May, early June. Yeah, up that's here. True. So that's also a super big crappy. Um. I guess that wraps it up for mine. Not not too much, or not not too little. Good shit. You know what I saw in the news today? Monster Energy decided that they were going to get into the beer game, and they bought Oscar Blues Brewing, along with like a shit ton of other breweries, like Cigar City, uh, some fucking place that makes seltzers, and. So the the crazy thing here is Cold Spring brews Monster. Yep. Right? Yep. So the talks were on the uh, brewing forums that I follow is that, like, Cigar City and Oscar Blues are probably going to be also brewed in Cold Spring. Hell yeah, dude. Shout out. So, like, for people that don't know Oscar Blues, they do, like, uh, Death by Coconut dale's pale ale those are like the really popular ones from Oscar blues and then cigar city is like jaya which is like 
one of the number one ranked IPAs. Fucking Monster Energy bought them for three hundred million dollars. So oh, wow. shit. Holy Junk change. shit. There's there's money in the beer game. Holy shit. Yeah, I thought that was absolutely nuts today. I I don't know. I think the biggest issue that's gonna occur is if they change recipes to make them cheaper because that's like kind of what this game's about. Yeah, that's what they do. So, if this is a Goose Island situation, then I won't be drinking Dale's Pale anymore. That's gonna suck. So it, so, it sounds like a new Four Loco is is emerging. Yes, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. You see, I just saw when I bought my beer today that there's a Four Loco Seltzer, I believe. Or You've had that sour. Oh, oh sour! Haven't had sour. Seltzer. It, Don't it remind come, me. It come. It comes in. A, no, but it came. It came in like a not like a like a one can. It was coming in like a, a twelve pack. Hmm. It said four local sour. So I don't know what the hell that was. That was interesting. Wait, but they're in like twelve ounce cans. Uh yes, I believe so. It was because it was in it was in a pack of beer. See, that'd like, be kind of nice. I I think I could drink a twelve ounce of four loco. But when you have to go the full, what, 24? No, it's more than that, isn't it? Are there, are there, are there 24 ounces? I think they're a bottle of wine, right? So it'd be like 24 ounces plus a pint, whatever that is. So like close to 30? Yeah. But... Like that 32 ounces. 32, yeah. Like a crowler? Yeah. That's why. That, you don't need 32 ounces of Four loco. You're supposed to share your four local with friends. With four, your friends. Four loco is probably taking a hit because of seltzers, because it's so much easier for these kids to get drunk. Um, That's true. That's true. So I'm not surprised that they're changing their game plan. Um, they're they probably have taken quite the hit in depth in their sales. Because nobody has to spend three bucks on a, a 32 ounce four loco to get hammered anymore. They can actually drink something enjoyable. Um, Have you and, guys seen the new like beatbox juice thing? No. Okay, so there's this new like boxed wine that's essentially like just really juicy. I think it's like 14%. And it comes in, yeah, and it comes in like a fucking cardboard box that you, you drink out of it. It's called beatbox like a, juice, like like chicken stock box, like a high C. Yeah, it looks exactly like that. Like what you get, like chicken stock in. Um, and I've seen like advertisements about this everywhere. Damn. It fucking like pops up on my Instagram all the time. I don't know who the fuck they think I am. You should um, buy one. You should review one next. Okay. Find it. Okay. So I went in to Ninety Nine Bottles. It was my favorite liquor store. The best and liquor store. Happy though. Happy. No, no, no. I like, I like the people that were at 99. I like the people. and oh, You like the short distance. That's what you like. I like that, too. But the people <laughs> are nice. Um, and I put up a crowler of, of Junkyard, some Drecker, and a beatbox juice. And he rung up my Drecker. He rung up my Junkyard. And he looks at the beatbox juice. And he goes, you don't want this. And just Dude. set it back on the display for me. <laughs> You should have told him, hey, I'm reviewing this, motherfucker. No, I, I, it has to be bad enough to where this guy was just like, no, I'm not allowing you to buy this. So next episode, you have to review it. Now. I have to know. I, I can't buy it in there. He won't allow it. <laughs> see, see. 
Go somewhere else, dude. There's, there's so many liquor stores. Go somewhere else. But yeah, so I fucking absolutely don't know what it tastes like. I'm very interested now, and it probably is awful. Yeah, it kind of it's like a forbidden fruit now. It's like you just like kind of want to try it more now. So maybe he should have never even done that. Exactly. And then also, this guy's been kind of on my case lately, though, because I wanted to buy a bottle of like cheaper Angel's Envy because, you know, you can do like single batch and then you can buy like a cheaper blend. And he was like, this is not a good whiskey. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I don't have the extra $20 for the single batch. Sorry, brother. Yeah, Angel's. Yeah, Angel's Envy is. I don't know. I guess I've I've only had two of the i think both angels and envies i've had have been small batch because i haven't bought them for myself so i actually don't know what the other angels envy would be to be or what a uh a larger batch i guess you could call it would would taste like so i wouldn't know if it's bad or not i sounds like this guy's a snob i still i still have so much whiskey literally just from the wedding like Bach, I think you got me whiskey, right? Yeah, somebody got. Did you get wine? Us wine too, or? Yeah, you? I got. We got you wine and a whiskey. Wine and whiskey. Okay, I was gonna say, but I have like three bottles still of like pretty solid whiskey that I have yet to even crack I think open. Bach like, got you the Four Roses, which that's a good whiskey. Do yes. Did you get me? I have a one seven five, and then I have a liter, and I think you got the liter, but they're different batches. So I think I have a 175 of a of a lower quality batch, and I don't think I and that one is actually almost gone. But I haven't opened your Four Roses, I don't think. So I just is a good whiskey. I just have a lot of whiskey to drink. So if you guys ever (laughs) want to have some whiskey, let me know because I need to split it. Bring it over tomorrow. Okay, I will. I will because I am a I am for sure an Irish whiskey guy though. Yeah, you're not. No. I, no. Who who's who's not the Irish whiskey? Is that you, Cole, that said that? I, I do not like Irish whiskey. Connor McGregor's ruined my Irish whiskey. Uh, I really, I really, I know it's intense fucking whiskey, but I really like Sexton's. Sexton's is intense. Sexton makes me feel like a bitch. Sexton <laughs> was good. I've only had it once, in one bottle, but that was good. That was good. That is the Irish whiskey. That's just kind of the whiskey I go for. But it is intense. I like to say yeah. local USA baby. Jim Bean. I, I can have Sexton's, but I, I throw her on the rocks and I and I let her sit for I let her brew for a minute or two before I start drinking it because it's just it's got it's got my Sexton's is one of those for me that like you put it in the freezer and then you just gotta drink it while it's cold and once it warms up it like really fucking opens up your airways. I had oh, yeah. sex in one time, and I was already pretty fairly, you know, feeling feeling good at the time I had it. Um, but I definitely let my ice cubes melt in it to water it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way to go. It's the way to go. Tin but. cup, too. Tin cup has been right at the top of my list, too, lately. That's the only hey. one I've been buying. I, I'll go tin cup, right? Last time I had tin cup was when I was at your place, Bach. Mm-hmm. Solid whiskey. Not too expensive. Buying- I've been buying that Wild Turkey 101 high proof. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. I would say Tin Cup is great. I'd say it's like middle of the road. It definitely is middle of the road, but it's right down my alley. 
I think that's the thing about Tin Cup is it comes with fucking Tin Cup. You don't expect it to be the best whiskey in the world. I think it's <laughs> like so many free whiskey. shot glasses from this whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like that, that The whole like purpose, the whole marketing behind that whiskey is to throw it in your backpack and just drink it out of the Tin Cup when you just need a little sniff of whiskey. Like That's their whole marketing campaign, and I'm right behind it. We went from zero shot glass into this house into about six. So you're welcome. <laughs> so six so six tin cup whiskey purchases. Oh huh? wow. Look at mm. you go. I also really like um have you guys had high west whiskey? Mm-mm. That one's pretty Higher tall. West or High West? High West. High West. High West. Who I don't know. Is it is that the distillery? Is it just or is it called like uh, I guess I don't know. I only got one bottle and it was gifted to me. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's just High West Whiskey and it's a top shelfer. Oh, we're getting to top shelf whiskey now. It, it's, still, it's still only like 35 bucks for the bottle oh, that I got, okay. but it, it's pretty it's pretty solid. So we're sure. still sitting in the it's mid a distillery. Yeah, well, in Happy Harry's, it, it classifies as the top shelfer. Oh, yeah. It's a whiskey. It's a bourbon whiskey. I like bourbon whiskey, whiskey bourbon. I I got put put down on my pedestal pretty hard when I asked. Uh, actually, one of my mom's good friends is like she has a whiskey cellar, so she's got. Oh, oh yeah, she is. She's legit, and I literally was like, hey, can you send me like, like your top, you know, top five, top ten whiskeys? Just like you know, I'm looking for something else. Everything she sent me was fucking absurd. It was like three fifty plus. Everything she sent me, I was like, uh, oh. yeah. You got to ask top five mid-shelf. Well, so she she actually got me. She's the one that got me the Angel's Envy at one point, and then she also got me another whiskey that I have sitting in the, uh, in my closet. And I was like, oh yeah, this is this looks nice. And I look I looked it up, and it was a ninety dollar bottle of whiskey. And I was like, geez, <laughs> like, she's like, is yeah, that, you get Blanton's from her? No, but Blanton's is fucking good. Yeah, Blanton's is nuts. That's her favorite whiskey, actually. For the price, it's like ninety uh, bucks. Yeah, she didn't get me Blantons, but I, I, the best old fashioned I've ever had was made with Blantons. I, w- I don't want to say best I've ever had, but shocking where I had it. Rhombus guys, one of the top ones I've ever had. Oh, I went oh, yeah. to uh, I went to a bar in the North Loop. Forget what the name was, uh, but on. Tuesdays they had four dollar pours of Blanton whiskey. So really, yeah, that was That's a good fucking solid. deal. Yeah, and they just must have had like a because I think Blanton's is Buffalo Trace, I would assume. Yep, it's Buffalo Trace. All of her favorites were Buffalo Trace, like almost all of them. So they must have had like a deal with Buffalo Trace to get that much Blanton's first off, because it's hard to find up here, and then second off, four bucks a pour. Like you, you only drink like two pours, else you get fucking absolutely annihilated. But it was fucking yep. good, and they had like the, like the round ice that they poured it over and did the whole, yep. whole nine yards for four bucks. I, I gotta ask Lawrence, how much was your uh, pour at Rhombus guys? Well, so funny you ask because they actually they fucked up and they didn't charge us for the Blanton's whiskey, but uh-huh. it was definitely Blanton's whiskey. So like I we had two old fashions and they were nine bucks a pop, which is like your which is your typical well 
or whatever your rail is for whiskey for nine bucks for an old fashioned. So it would have probably been, I don't know, 16 at least, I think, because I got a top shelf whiskey. Where the fuck was I when I got a top shelf whiskey old fashioned? I didn't realize it, but it was like $23. And I was like, oh shit. I, I thought it'd be like 14 to 16. It was 23. And it was a shocker on the tab. But <laughs> so the most popular whiskey that Buffalo Trace makes is Pappy Van Winkle. And did you guys see the documentary on Netflix about that? No. So no, I have not. There was fucking people that worked there that were just stealing bottles of it and then flipping them for like 1500 to 4000 a bottle. What? To people. Yeah, and they fucking stole... Well, let's let's see here. They stole over 200 bottles of this, like, extremely small batch whiskey. And then they were selling it to, like, fucking mayors of towns. Like, judges. People like that. Like, they were their plug for a little bit. At about four, four grand a pop, depending on the person. Or else they would fucking take, like a whole barrel of Blanton's scrape off all the shit and then sell a whole entire barrel to these dudes because they would like put it in their man caves and then just like pull the nail when people would come over and fucking like show off this crazy Buffalo trays whiskey that they had. And then they didn't assume anybody would notice a whole barrel gun. They didn't. That's the thing because in order for like a Blanton's, it has to be aged for a certain amount of time. And then what they do is they blend. So they're just basically taking one of the blending barrels. And those can easily be misplaced, especially at Buffalo Trace, where you have, like, what, 12 warehouses just filled with barrels? Yeah, Buffalo Trace is huge. <clears throat> yeah. And it, go go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it, it, the only reason why it finally came to surface was because the one guy that was, like, the pinhead for it, like, he completely just didn't know that he was, like, running this operation. Like, he, he was just kind of, like, telling everybody how to do it, and it fucking became just this huge issue. And then he just, like, outed everybody because on accident. Because he was just like, well, yeah, I just told this guy, this guy, and this guy, and then they just, like, tracked everything. Fucking nuts. I, how does, how does one get into the stealing whiskey bourbon barrel, selling them on the black market business? Let's well, find I'm... out. Why don't you guys <laughs> take a job at the distillery in Fargo, and we'll slowly fi- figure this out. Yeah, I feel like that small of an operation, it'd be caught. Who's the new guy? Yeah, you're out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So but... while while we were going through this, I actually I was. I was trying to rummage through my old texts and find the uh, the whiskey bourbons that she'd sent me. Um, and they were Blanton's number was her favorite. Elmer T. Lee was next. Eagle Rare was third, which is actually the the uh, bottle she bought me. is It's 88 bucks. Dang. Uh, Rock Hills and then Kentucky Owl. And I'm pretty sure all of those are... Um, uh, Buffalo Trace. I couldn't think of it. I was thinking of Bison Ridge. Uh, <laughs> all of those are Buffalo Trace except Kentucky Owl, I think. Um, but yeah, no, all those are pretty expensive whiskeys. She said she said Kentucky Owl in the text. 
not rare but speedy on the lower end of proof if I want to keep my socks on for most of the night. <laughs> so So does she does she like drink whiskey neat, just like straight up? Yep, she drinks whiskey neat. Or I mean if we're if we like go out with like her and my mom, she'll get old fashioned. She always gets old fashions with top shelf whiskey because it's just a little bit of a sugarier uh sweeter version but yeah she when she buys her own bottles and like drinks them at her at home and stuff she drinks them neat and she's got she was telling me about what she's got in her fucking whiskey cellar and it's like i don't even want to know like thousands and thousands of dollars and she's got she's aging her own and all sorts of shit like she is she is top dog fucking whiskey bourbon she tells me about like she'll tell me about how she knows which liquor stores have what carriers. So she knows like that liquor store has these whiskeys. I'm going to go like, we'll be driving through some rant like Jamestown and she'll be like, Oh, they have this liquor store here. Oh, they carry this type of whiskey. I'm going to go buy like a couple of bottles of that whiskey here. And I'm like, God, you just, you go hard. That's badass. Cellaring, cellaring anything is a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Because you have to like refrain first off from drinking it all. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, it's just nuts to me. I Some people are able to, like, sell her old stouts for, like, years and years and years. I fucking will drink that bitch probably same day I buy it. Yeah, that's my problem, too, is when I get, like, higher and, like, she got me that Eagle Rare, and I think that was the first bottle of whiskey that was gone, and it was gone in, like, two weeks because I had, I had my buddy Riley over, and, and he likes trying new whiskeys, too, and... And yeah, that was, I was like, God, I should have saved it. That was probably my, one of my nicer bottles I had, but it was gone instantly. I just can't refrain. Fields, when you guys made that whiskey mash, is it basically the same process as brewing other than you don't add hops? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. So it's like wheat, barley, and yes. that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you're just making a big old teapot. Jesus. Grain. That's it. That actually seems like a pretty solid way of a brewery to make extra <clears> cash <throat> if they yeah, have an open fermenter. Especially since uh, I just heard I went down there for a person for a guy's birthday this week on Tuesday, I think. And the brewer was talking to me. He said, "Yeah, I think I'm going to sell them another batch because he brewed. He tried to brew a brown. Tried to brew a brown ale, but it. He said it, there's off notes, so he's trying to see if the guy will buy it or not." But there's hops like in that one though, so that's yeah, what's so fucked up. I don't, I don't know how that's gonna work out or not. He, that was just, he was just talking through it, so I don't know if that's gonna throw everything off or what. I wonder what happened to that brown ale. That's a very hard beer to ruin. Uh, he thinks the yeast was old, so I don't know. So uh, didn't punch it enough. That's what yeah. that's what he was telling us. Okay, so it's just a really green beer. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, I think whiskey's crazy, and I didn't know we'd get down this rabbit hole, but yeah, it is it is fucking nuts, and it's kind of a cool subculture of people that like care about it. There, it really is, and we're, we've mainly been a, a beer podcast, I would say for sure, obviously, but but uh, whiskey, whiskey's a whole another a whole another beast. Speaking of that, actually, I'm gonna go and grab some, grab some beer because I'm out, so. Give me a second, I'll be back. Okay, so I made probably the worst bet of all time with my boss uh, in the summer 
when the Lakers picked up Russell Westbrook. I I was just I was first off a little tuned up. This was what's, an after shift. This what's, was an after shift bet. He was the backstory. What's the? Bet? I, I don't what's even need bet? to hear the backstory. I I don't feel bad about it. Okay, after shift bet. He was serving me. Okay, so it, I think there's a little foul play going, but I still made it. I shook on it. We wrote it down. I bet fifty dollars. Lakers. He gets every other team in the NBA for an NBA championship. Jesus. Unless they miss a total of 50 games with their top four players. We did put Melo in there due to injury. You, if you would have said top three, you'd be, you'd be looking good because AD hasn't played like all year. No, no, no. But it doesn't matter. Like 50 total games. Oh, oh if any one of them were out for 50 games. Come like as a Combined. package, they're out for fifty games. Yeah. Have you looked into it? Because AD hasn't played like all year. Yeah, I know. I I still am not convinced. Um, I am. I'm not gonna track that until like push comes to shove and they get pushed out of the final or the playoffs, and I fucking have to like. You might be okay. You might be looking good if you have if AD, LeBron, Russ, and Melo if. Any of yeah. them, one of them missed one game it counts for a missed game. Yep. I think you're looking good, dude. AD's but hasn't played it's all year. Injury or COVID. AD's so been if injured if all year. Like whatever it's called, like taking a resting. rest doesn't count. But the NBA has cracked down on resting, so they don't put it in the in the injury like report as man. often. Okay. Yeah, they don't do that as often anymore. So you might be okay. God, I'm hoping because that bet was so bad. And now that they're like 21 and 17, they just made it over 500 basically within the last two weeks. It's like, oh, this is so rough. Yeah, so what, there's close to 50 games, 45 games played already this year. I bet the Lakers only have like maybe 10 of those where all four, 10 of, four of them play. Yeah, even all four of them playing together is not a good team. I don't know why you thought Russ was the, the answer. I don't know why any Laker fan thought Dude. Russ was the answer. I thought Russ was the answer. I was drinking. I threw 50 bucks on it. And you don't that, even watch the NBA. That's, yeah, you're right. You're right. The only sport I watch is baseball and disc golf. But that's what, that's, so you must have been tuned up. I was tuned up. I was, I'm telling you, not, like, not just tuned up, tuned up. Yeah, it was like a walk home type of night. <laughs> How often do you walk home? Once. And it was that bet. And it, it sucks, but maybe we'll we'll do good. Maybe we can just call it quits, call it off. Or else I'll never be able to show my face again in that brewery. You know, it happens it happens to the best of us. Um, at least the Houston Rockets didn't make history by being the the least winning team in NBA history this year. They do have twelve wins, so we're good there. <laughs> twelve wins already. Yeah, dude. 12 and 31, we're grinding. They're good. They're good to go. We are grinding. You, you, don't, you want to know how many times Baca sends me a random highlight from a Rockets game when they're down by 35? You're the only one that'll listen. <laughs> dude, who's that one player that fucking made a game winner? Kevin Porter Jr., baby. <laughs> and he's KPJ. getting into his, his coaches again. He's too, got too much passion, okay? Oh, is, is that, that why? <laughs> that's why. Is that the one where they uh, 
uh, fucking announcer accidentally said something. Oh my wrong. yes, God, yes. that was awful. That was that was Kevin Porter's shot, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the game winner you're talking about. Oh, hold, on, hold on, you catch me up to speed here. I don't know if I've seen this. Oh, so, go ahead. Okay, okay. So, Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad never played in the NBA. And this announcer supposedly thought his dad was a three-point shooter in the NBA in, like, the 80s. Is the, Yeah, his, there's a guy named Kevin Porter in, like, the 80s that was a, a good player, right? And so when Kevin Porter Jr. fucking made the shot, he said that he pulled the trigger just like his dad does. Like uh, his dad pulled the trigger at the right time. At the right yeah. time. At the right time. Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad is just... I don't know. I'm just assuming a normal black dude. Uh, I'm, isn't, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure he's dead, isn't he? Kevin yeah, he, he, got, he, he got shot. He died from a, yeah, from a gunshot. Oh, I was going to say, oh, okay. shot okay. Or, get, or kill himself or something or commit suicide. So that was pretty uh, bad on, on the announcer's part. And then... So just the fact he tried to cover it up instead of just apologizing, but saying like, yeah, I thought his dad was a basketball player in the 80s was just not cool at all. <laughs> Jesus. I, oh my I'm going to come to the defense. You're, I, that's a, it's an easy mistake, okay? You see Kevin Porter Jr., you see Kevin Porter. If you, don't, if you do no research, you might assume that's his father. His only job is to do research. And announce... Yeah. <laughs> it's Actually, true. you know whose fucking fault that was? The, the intern who was yeah, giving the exactly. notes. Yeah, exactly. The intern that didn't fucking type ahead of the game. Not Kevin Porter, ex-NBA star's sons. Like, <laughs> so like, highlight that shit. Flash <laughs> it. Do everything you can so that he doesn't say something fucking stupid. Uh, that had to be one of the worst calls I've heard in the game, like, impact-wise and, like, unknowingly doing something that will fuck up. Like, I'm sure this dude's career is on the ropes at this point. Like, even LeBron James tweeted, like, man, what the fuck? Like, this is unexcusable or whatever. And, like, it, it got it got big attention. Um, Jeez, I don't know how I didn't see this on Twitter or anything. It was definitely one of those uh-oh moments on live TV. Oh, it was yeah. an oopsie. <laughs> and then Burt Blylevin gets in trouble for calling a little tiny poke into center field a humper, and he has to be taken out for 15 games. He just said <laughs> nothing inappropriate other than calling it a little humper. No, that's oh. out of line, dude. dude Grow that's up. Just, that's too much. There's no sex in the MLB. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably pretty true. Oh, he's a little humpers. Philip Rivers, let me tell you, he's a little humper. Hey, hey, <laughs> All right. Well, are you guys ready for the brew review? Supposo. I am glad you said it. I just poured my beer and I am very excited about it. All righty, you little motherfuckers. It's time for the brew review. Believe it or not, from Samuel Adams, being reviewed by oh. Fields himself, Wicked Hazy. From Modest Brewing Company, we have Moon Guts, 
And then also we have Life of Luxury from the Brew Project. From Drecker Brewing Co., we have Benevolent Intentions. And then finally, from Portage Brewing Company, we have Off the Map Pastry Stout. You want me to start? Yeah, Been drinking this all night. I'll start. I'll start. Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess you have two. Yeah, oh, that's why. Um, and also because <clears throat> um, I've been sipping on this beer the last uh, couple minutes. So uh, so I have the Moon Guts Double Dry Hopped New England Double IPA from Modest Brewing, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It is a New England Double IPA with flaked wheat, malted oats, and barley hopped, and double dry hopped with Citra, Nelson Savin, Cryo Sultana, Sultana? Mm-hmm. Uh, and cryo el dorado oh baby so uh we got a loaded beer over here um pouring it it is exactly exactly what i'm looking for in a uh, double ipa when i pour it it is thicker it is hazier you cannot see through it it had very nice head retention um you can tell that there's citra in there you instantly when you crack the can open you just smell like that citrus uh hoppy flavor or hoppy citrusy scent aroma and um frankly i i took a sip it still has good head retention i drank some of it re-poured still got pretty solid head retention um it is soft which i enjoy um reading off what it is brewed from how it is made it's layered very nicely and it and it tastes exactly like what you're reading i mean like it is literally you have the flaked wheat malted oats i mean you take a sip you taste the the oats the wheat the barley right away uh then boom up to front seat comes the citra and you get a really nice fruity uh flavor for a couple seconds a nice lighter kind of breath of fresh air uh and then on the back end you do get the el dorado that's like a little bit more of the of the hoppy tone that that lingers a little bit a little more earthy on the back end um and this is a very very pleasant beer uh, i really like this one um it's definitely a not a chugging beer uh 8.3 percent alcohol uh, for double dry hop uh, double ipa that is pretty typical typically it's going to be about seven at least um and this being at 8.3 percent it's very flavorful it's layered really nicely how they how they built it um is really good it's got all the flavors that that just kind of come and go come and go come and go come and go and just leaves you wanting to keep drinking more so this one is a very good start uh, after being off for a while because this one is really really delicious definitely going in the fridge good shit do you want to wrap back around for your second beer after you finish that one? Yes, I'll wrap back around after I okay. get this one down. All right, well, I'm going to take the next one because I've been drinking this literally the whole entire time, um, and it's getting warm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like I said, I'm off the map. It's a pastry stout from Porter's Brewing Company. Uh, Porter's Brewing is in Walker, Minnesota. Uh, very sp- A pretty small town, but their brewery is magnificent. Uh, on the inside... It's they have like two 20 barrel fermenters, a bunch of 10 barrel. Like we toured the brewery and they really have something good going on down there. Like their walk-in cooler is fucking huge. The inside of the tap room is beautiful. It's just amazing. Um, and they, they f- prefacing it, they brew great beer. Um, so this pastry stout is 8%. 
It's brewed with toasted coconut, cacao nibs, and then vanilla beans. Um, right on the nose, it smells like fucking chocolate. And, like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, it just smells like chocolate. It's nuts. It's, it's insane, actually. You don't really get the toasted coconuts on the nose as much. Um, and the vanilla beans are, are there. It's just more to smooth everything out. One weird thing is there is, like, zero head retention on this beer. But I imagine with, like, all the extra oils that they added, you can't really retain that much head unless you're adding a ton of oats to this. And that's not their goal here. Their goal is to make, like, a candy bar, basically, in a glass. Is it, like, your headless stout that you made? <laughs> is it, like, what? The headless stout that you brewed back yeah, in the day? Yeah, kind of close. <laughs> kind of close, actually. Um so drinking it, the first thing that kind of takes you for a ride is the mouthfeel. It's really silky. Um, it's it's thick. It's almost like a fucking really thick IPA, but stout form. Like, if I could just explain it, in, it's soft. It's really thick. Um, and then you get, like, some solid roasted note characters to it. Like, roasted barley is in there. Kind of tastes like coffee. And then the chocolate and the vanilla come through. Still not getting a lot of the toasted coconuts as much, um, but I imagine they're... I don't know where they added them. I think if they probably added it in, like, the Whirlpool, you'd probably get a little bit more of it. Um, this is a really enjoyable beer. I mean, at 8%, it's not the thickest, like, the heaviest pastry stout. Usually when I drink pastry stouts, I like I'm sitting at, like, imperial style, so, like, 10 to 12. Um, but this is just... Really good. It's nice and sweet. I mean, it's almost exactly what you're looking for in a pastry stout. And it's definitely going in my mini fridge. I I fucking actually really love this beer. I think it's... They nailed it. They hit a home run. So, yeah. I totally recommend it. All right. All right. I'll bat third here. I do have Samuel Adams. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, notorious Samuel Adams. I have a Wicked Hazy. It's a New England Juicy IPA, 6.8%, which is a little higher than I expected it was. It's 35 IBUs for any IBU fans out there. Um, IBUs are fake. Looking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking at this beer, it actually looks it looks really good. It looks gorgeous. It has great lacing, good head retention. Um, this is I had had this can open for a while, but it looks it looks good. It looks looks like a juicy or a hazy IPA that you'd expect. On the nose, it smells citrusy. That's about it. You know, tangerine, orangey, maybe grapefruit. You know, the, the standard smells you get from every hazy that you've ever drank in your life. For the booze and banter listeners, we've been out of commission for so long that Mr. Fields is drinking the Samuel Adams beer for a review today. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a special occasion. Since it's been two months, I thought I'd bring it out. I know Lawrence is drinking two for the special occasion. I thought we'd all bring a little extra, you know. Uh, tasting this thing, it is the most plain Jane mild beer I've ever had in my fucking life. There's no hops to it. It tastes citrusy, yes. Uh, good carbonation, really like soft mouthfeel. You know, good carbonation. Oh, I said carbonation. Soft mouthfeel, good carbonation, and uh, that's I don't know. That's I'm looking for more positive. That's all you get. It's it's so plain. It's there's nothing to it. It's like drinking a. It's it's. Go ahead. Sorry. It's like drinking a uh, a thick water, like a, th- <laughs> a, a, a soft water, maybe. Like, I, Can I these know. guys do anything right? 
I mean, if if you like the corporation Samuel Adams, maybe you'll like this. Then maybe I won't like you. But this beer <laughs> is for all those crazy kids out there that want to support Samuel Adams. And you know what I say to them? Fuck you and fuck Samuel Adams. This was not going in my mini fridge. <laughs> Thank God. I thought the tides were going to turn for a second. Oh, man, that's funny. They, I mean, they haven't heard a good beer in a long, long time. Oh my it goodness! It looks good. It looks solid. It smells okay. Nothing Drink with it. your no eyes, punch. baby. Drink with your eyes. If you if you have if you currently have COVID and cannot taste, you you might like this beer because it <laughs> looks good. It looks good. Oh god, that's funny. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly what I expected. <laughs> I'm happy that it happened though. <laughs> Sometimes we just need to remind ourselves. Um, I'll go into mine here. I got the Benevolent Intentions Double IPA from Drecker Brewing Co. Um, malt syrup, pale two-row, uh, oats, flake barley, care foam, spelt, hops are Hallertau? Hallertauer. Hallertau. Hallertauer. Blanc. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Belma. Sorry. Belma and Citra. You're going to get a little bit of white wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the yeast is Cosmic Punch. Um, I actually have had this beer before, but it was at the brewery with uh, Mr. Nick Boardwell when we went there a couple weeks back. Um, I liked it enough to buy it, so that's that's a pretty good hint for um, how I like this beer. But um, here we go. Um, nice little hazy, hazy yellow, orange, kind of like a, you know... A little bit darker than Mr. Lawrence's, um, but nose smells sweet. It it's like an eight point three, I think. So it, it's pretty hefty up there in the alcohol percentage. But here we go. It's been way too fucking long, so I'm just gonna have to send this bitch the BJG. Here we go, 2022. Let's rip, Let's rip, rip it. it. Mine and box beers are baby. Good. Look at it go. Beer. Let's go. Let's tradition. We had to kick off 2022 first episode, right? Really didn't get a chance to taste it there, but it was good enough to go down. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll pour another one up. That's the other half of the beer. Dump her out. All right. So here we go with the taster. I wish you had slugged it again. That would be so funny. <laughs> we should have. It's, it's, it's been it's two good. months, Bach. It's been two months. Slug it again. It, Slug it again. Let's go. Love it. This is an 8% it. beer, and this motherfucker's going to crack another. You got to crack another, another for the taste. It's all the way downstairs, but fuck. That beer, for an 8.3 double IPA, that's got to be one of the cleanest ones. That I've had on this podcast. Wow. Um, you, you definitely get... It's so fruity, but it's so juicy. You get, like, bubble gum. Um, you get strawberries. Like Nick said, you get, like, white grapes, like a wine. <clears throat> oh. Um, it's super soft. Um, for an IPA, this has to be one of the most, like, juicy, flavorful double IPAs um, I've had. And I couldn't recommend this beer more for listeners out there. Benevolent Intentions Double IPA from Drecker. Like, this one's blown my mind. 
Um, and I was so excited to review this guy or review this beer with you guys because I can't speak more highly of it. Um, it, it nails it. Like it, it's not it's not too crazy where you're not able to enjoy it as a casual drinker. But like even as an eight point three double, like this is a beer that I would give like to Grace, like my girlfriend, like try this. Um, odds are they're not gonna be like, oh, that's a good beer. But like this is so juicy, it's got so much flavor packed into it. I'm not sure um, how how they keep doing this. Like Jacker blows my mind. They're just, they're so crazy and they have so much knowledge in in their brews. I know how. <laughs> Nick knows how, but um, Drecky, I will, I will ruin after he finish. <laughs> you know, you know, um, I I'll let you do that, but like, man, um, even if you like IPAs and you're scared of the heavier ones, don't be scared of this one. This is like super. I can't explain it more than saying it. It's it's a super soft doesn't kick your balls but it still has that punch if that makes sense so i i am putting this in my mini fridge 12 months of the year like this this is it like they might have peaked at ipas here like so good nick is it is it their yeast what's the secret yes Drecky, it's their yeast. They're the only brewery I know that can afford Cosmic Punch. <laughs> Cosmic Punch is a yeast brewed by, like, made by Omega that's been, like, I don't even know what the word is. Let me fucking look it up right now. Orgasmic? It's been, uh, bio, it, they generate theols. Through biotransformation, releasing tropical aromas, experiences southern hemisphere hops and New Zealand hops. The punchy strain unleashes vibrant grapefruit, passion fruit, guava, and expect to get haze out of the yeast itself. They fucking hooked up with Omega, bought this fucking insane yeast that nobody else in the world can fucking afford. Like, I'm serious on that shit. And oh then do you, do you have a rough coding. rough estimate or like a time oh, oh rough estimate on 30 this isn't even rough uh probably $2600 a pitch <laughs> So what's the so like in comparison to like a typical yeast like percentage wise is it like 200% more 50% more Well yeah I mean probably Oh my god you're probably sitting at about $1100 a pitch on a normal Yeast. Oh, 26. so well over double. Probably like twenty six. So so well over double. Other like a typical yeast. Wow. Yeah, yeah. This it, shit. This shit's so say, insane. When you say pitch, how how big of how big how big are you talking? Like barrel wise. Pitch are they doing? Oh, like thirty barrels. Or is that is your dollar amount for standard? them? Would no. they also do a? It'd be for them. I want to know the like the the relatively of your dollar or no or of their normal is that eleven hundred their normal and then twenty six is this or is eleven hundred your normal and twenty six no 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 eleven hundred would be their normal twenty six would be this uh, and it doesn't okay so yeast doesn't go on like a straight scale right so like six hundred dollars would be like, like our normal and then it'd be sitting at like almost eighteen for this for us but since they can propagate. They're probably sitting at about 26. So that's why it's not like a straight scale for that. Because um, we just have to buy 
the whole fucking slurry. Very expensive yeast. Very awesome shit. Um, not to keep drying this out, but there is a way to save your yeast. So you only have to purchase it one every like 30 batches. But my guess is, is since this is so fresh, it tastes so good. It It's like nails it. That was a fresh fucking pitcher yeast. And they threw yeah. it on the fucking thing and they didn't call it house yeast. Because house yeast is when you recapture it. Yeah, so, like th- this beer is nuts. Um, those motherfuckers just change the game all the time. Yeah, it, they do. It's, they it's do. crazy. And I, I know feel Nick, bad for people that don't get to try Drecker on just a regular basis. Like we're like we've said this multiple times on this podcast, and sorry, Fields, you used to be, but we're very privileged in in the Fargo Moorhead area. Well, the beer world, dude. We have a really good beer scene. We really do. Like Drecker. I mean, fuck Fargo Brew, but Drecker and, oh my god, Junkyard, Twin Girl. We have such good beers, or such good breweries, I mean. I mean, we have four or five fantastic breweries in a two-mile radius. Yeah. Why do you think think I've been asking this whole time, can you send me some Drecker? Can I show some people some Drecker, Nick? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, one day. One one day I'll send you some beer. I do have to to send out that six-pack for you. It's it's Weird. hard for me to buy other like brews to review. Like if there's a new Drecker out, I need to try that. Like I want to review that. I don't want to like do this other shit because they they don't disappoint. They don't let you down. I know we have another brew to get to, but you haven't tried Plowable Snow yet, Mm-mm. and that that beer fucking blew my mind. Like it's a pseudo lager, so it's brewed with Kvike yeast, but it's looks like a lager. Drinks like a lager, but it's dry hopped like a fucking juicy. And so it's like what you wish Kona Big Wave was. Oh, shit. From Junkyard. Yeah, it's that fucking good. I've only drank probably eight of them. So I don't have that much. I'm just kidding. Like, I have a lot of experience (laughs) in this fucking beer. I love it. It is so good. Dude, I want to try that. Holy shit. Yeah, no, that sounds yeah. nice. I, I'm telling you, man, I have not bought a junkyard beer in a long time. I just, I haven't even just been to junkyard in a while because I don't live over there anymore, and it's sad. Last but, time, last time I went to Drecker was with Bach, and I was, I, I bought their Pilsner. I'm such Pilsner a slut. I went to Drecker <laughs> on Monday and I got Chonk. I did not love the mango Chonk. I love that mango Chonk. I don't really like mangoes, though, much. I, see, I'm surprised, too, because, well, so mangoes are really, really sweet. And I was surprised that I liked it as much as I did. I liked it better than their yogurt one. The, they had two, and they had one yogurt and one mango, and I liked it better than the yogurt one. No You question. know what people don't know? People don't know, like, the shitty breweries in Fargo would still be fucking top-notch other places. <laughs> like, yeah, we have it good. We do. Yeah, like, we really even, do. Like, even like Fargo Brewing or like Pixel or like Prairie Brothers, they would be fucking top notch somewhere else, and they're just bottom of the barrel sitting at Fargo. Yeah, Fargo, Fargo's not really fair to for like the brewery scene because like you have just this absolute whale of a, of a brewery of Drecker, and then it's like, and then you and then you have the fucking side dolphin that's smart as hell, a little smaller but agile. It's fucking junkyard. Mm-hmm. Well, there, and then you just have you just have you have literally have swing barrel dr- drecker 
Junkyard. Um, what's the other one I'm missing? Pretty much those three. It's really all you need to know. We have DCR. We have DCR. Uh, shit. I will never. I will never back DCR. I hate DCR. Okay. 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 So. I'm still on this You might. You used to have Prairie Brother. Rest in peace. All right. Um, anyway, I guess enough. I feel like we praise Drecker a lot, but it's literally just one of those things where, like, any of our listeners, I, I'm sorry that you've never had a Drecker beer. If if you've never had a Drecker beer, that's that's all I'm gonna put it as. So, but um, I do have one more beer to review. I'll make this one quick because I know we're we're running long on the review. But I have Life of Luxury. Um, it is a imperial stout with coconut and salted caramel. Um, I do want to say, so the way they set these up is this was actually on the sale rack and they have a big ass like ticket or a big ass uh, scan code and that tells you the updated price. And they always put that sticker. Um, <clears throat> they always put that sticker right over the explanation of the beer, which fucking eats me alive. So literally I had no idea that this was an imperial stout until I scratched the sticker off. Nor did I know that all by volume. So like, like literally like I, they cover up the alcohol by volume. I had to scratch it off because it says blank elk by volume. So like, I thought this was just like what I read was stout with coconut and salted caramel. And then it just, I didn't see the alcohol by volume. And then I literally scratched the sticker back a little bit and saw that it was 9.7%. Oh, let's go. So you got an 8%er and a 9%er tonight. You might want to get a little bit. (laughs) You're going to be feeling it in the morning. No day tomorrow. I know. I kept scratching the sticker off, and then I saw Imperial Stout, and I'm like, holy fuck. So this is Imperial Stout, 10%. They literally put the sticker right over what the fucking explanation of the beer was. But anyway, all right. So unpacking this beer when i originally poured it it had very good head retention it has been a been a minute because it's an imperial so it's definitely a sipper um let me me take one more let me attempt a bjg here let's see it (laughs) i I gave her a try i'm usually a chugger i cannot with this beer oh man is 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 it an imperial um so this, when I poured it, it looked like I was pouring a darker version of a Guinness, if that can even be fathomable. Like, this is black as night. Like, look at that beer. Yeah, that's crazy. It is yeah, it's, dark. dark. You're drinking black that's, coffee right that's now? That's black coffee right there. It is, it is black, black. I mean, like, there, I thought maybe there was a hint of brown, but really it was just the head. Once the head went away, it is pitch black. Um flavor wise like there's a lot of flavor going on it's it is real boozy up front as an imperial will be um but it is basically just like a extremely caramely like i really don't even taste coconut and i really wish i did because the coconut would actually balance it out same fucking thing that happened to my beer yeah it, it would really balance it out better but all i taste is a super boozy caramel macchiato (laughs) that doesn't that description doesn't make me mad um sounds good it sound it sounds better than it is i will say that like i really 
I've come to realize that I really do not like Imperials because although I like higher percent alcohol ratings, typically like six and a half and up seven, but when you throw, when you, I guess when you throw in Imperial, it's kind of, it, to me, it seems like more booze was added kind of just to add more booze and call it an Imperial, which, you know, call me right or wrong. I'm sure there's always a reason people make Imperials and add more booze, but to me, this Imperial would be 100% better if it was not an Imperial Stout. If this was just your regular Stout, I guarantee you that your coconut attempt would would bleed through much better, and you'd have a little bit of coconut, so it would get, brighten it up a little bit, bring a little bit of sweetness, and then I guarantee the salted caramel wouldn't just like power through. It would just be like, instead of just boozy caramel, it would be a little bit sweeter because there'd be the coconut coming through, and then there wouldn't be just this intense caramel, just black, dark liquor that I'm drinking. And I'm probably being a little harsh on it because it's really not, like, horrible. But it's definitely not something that's going in my mini fridge because it's just a little bit too boozy, not enough coconut for a stout. I mean, it's it needs something else other than just this this intense caramel and booze because that's really all it is is a boozy, caramely, dark drink. Um, and so like I said previously, it's not going to my mini fridge, definitely a sipper. I mean, I tried to do as much as I could out of it. And I think, I mean, you would laugh if you saw how much I drank. It is, it is so intense with caramel and booze that I just couldn't do it. Um, so it will not be going to my mini fridge. One, one last you, sip, one last sipper. Let's see it. All right. Another, like another BJG attempt or just a sip? Yeah. All, all in. All in. All right. 2022, baby. 2022. We're back, baby. Two months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, 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 Mr. Lawrence has horrible, and that horrible. is JG super approved. <laughs> oh, stamp of approval. Alrighty, guys. I'm struggling. Well, that wraps up our preview again from Samuel Adams. We had the Wicked Hazy from Modest Brewing Company. We had Moon Guts from the Brewing Project. We had Life of Luxury from Dracker Brewing Co. We had Benevolent Intentions. And then from Porter's Brewing Company, we had Off the Map Pastry Stout. <coughs> Struggling. Do we have a Would You Rather? <laughs> <clears throat> Shit. Um, which weird change out of these choices... Would you rather happen to the world? Option one through two, three, four, five. Option one through six. Option wow. one. Cats lay eggs instead of giving birth to live young. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, so, <laughs> so you lay an egg instead of give birth? Cats. 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 <laughs> Oh, cats! And cats lay eggs instead that's of giving even... birth. That's, that's <laughs> so God. random. That's so random. Why? <laughs> so... I can't wait to get through this. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> On the 10th of March, everyone is required to skip instead of walk. <laughs> Option three. McDonald's employees all wear clown costumes. <laughs> Option four, spiders chirp 
like birds. Oh my god. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. <laughs> Imagine Option. being dead asleep and you hear a chirp in the corner. Oh, no. Closer and closer. <laughs> it couldn't be more terrifying than that bat screeching in your basement after Drew hit it with a pillow and it couldn't fucking fly anymore, <laughs> so it was crawling. Oh, <laughs> anyway. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta cut that endangered species. Option five, banana skin is transparent. Uh, uh. And the last option, <laughs> all dolphins grow arms and hands with opposable thumbs. Oh my God. Hell we're no. dead. If that happens, we're dead. We're <laughs> all dead. They travel in pods. I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> So which change would we want? <laughs> yep. Yeah, pick one of these six options. What weird change oh, would I'm you rather between... happen to the world? I travel in pants. I'm stuck between two, but I want Fields to go first because he's always an opinion changer. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm stuck between a couple, too. Yeah, okay. So Nick, I guess, Nick, are you ready you or are you still thinking through? One? I'm not thinking. Nick, you have one? Yeah, I have one. I think that banana skin should be transparent. Oh, you're fucking so wrong. Super, super useful. <laughs> We're so, you I so don't wrong. like when I unwrap a banana because it's like a little fruit present. I don't like when I unwrap <laughs> a banana and there's fucking bruises that wasn't... The bruises weren't showing. They weren't showing on the outside, but they're showing on the inside, so it's bruising from the inside. Fucking absolutely ridiculous. Pisses you off, and then you have to throw the whole entire banana away because I'm a child, and I don't eat bruised bananas. So if it was transparent, I could fucking have... I could get a perfect bunch of bananas every time. Nick, the peels are already transparent. You can tell what your banana looks like by the peel. Not if always. You understand the, if you understand the peel, you'll understand the banana. Okay, have you seen, like, those little bananas that are, like, Basically all brown, but the inside's perfect. Who the fuck are buying those? <laughs> I have. Nobody. Nobody. You know how much bananas are? 70 cents a pound. I buy 15 pounds. Let them go bad. Who fucking cares? It's cost me three cents. I'm telling you right now, I have had banana experiences in my life <laughs> where I've, I've unwrapped the little fruit present. and it's the easiest fruit to know if it's ripe or not. And imagine if it was easier. If it was easier, it would be you better. It would be more enjoyable. It can, with a clear peel. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. If it could get peel, easier. If the clear peel was around a watermelon, I'm all in. All in. Why? Because watermelon's way more difficult to tell. If it's ripe or shitty or white or green or blue or red, I'm 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 down with that too. I'm down with a clear peel on every you know, single bananas? fruit, but we have bananas? to start with the easiest one: bananas. Bananas. They start the same. You get them green. You have them in the house for three days. They start turning yellow. They'll be firm for the next five days. After that, they're gonna be in the, they're in the perfect zone. It's been one week since they were just pure green one week okay you're in the perfect zone then you start getting little brown spots right you're getting you're getting softer you're getting mushier they're still good but if they get too <laughs> Not much good. you throw them in the freezer when your peels are completely brown you throw them in the freezer you bring them out S smoothies or banana bread 
The banana is the easiest fruit to tell if it's ripe or not. It's not. It is not for me. I am. I. I don't. First off, I don't eat a lot of fruit. I don't really like fruit. Yeah, I don't like true. mangoes. I don't that's like. I don't, I don't really like. Not a fruit guy. Yeah, I don't like. But really, why do you want to help the fruit? You could see because so I want the, I want fruit more approachable. I understand oh. that I do not have a diverse diet. Okay, so if more. this fruit had a clear peel, I would eat it. I would eat it more often, and I would eat it more enjoyably. But since it doesn't have a clear fucking peel, you know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna die of a fucking heart attack because all it, I live. It, well, it's, it's, it's like a coin flip, right? Like it, you no. buy a banana and you're like, hey, no. this looks like a good banana. That's you right. Coin flip. You got you got three bruises on that bitch. You know what'd be even, even better? A clear peel on a fucking avocado. Because sometimes avocados mm. look absolutely perfectly ripe, and then they're not. Or sometimes they're overly ripe, and then they taste like brown plastic paper bags that just mushy. <laughs> Nick, if you if it was avocado, I'd be on your side. But but once again, the questions about bananas. Well, an and avocado so you can just feel, though. I would like to point out that Jenna cut directly through an avocado the other day. I'd like to throw that out there. Corn and all. Just like boom, down the middle? Slice <laughs> the whole fucking thing. I you have a superhuman in your that house was, right now. That was definitely digressed there, but I do want to point that out. It's a superhuman strength. Well, oh, my... So my second place, is that Wonder Woman? then my second place is definitely cats laying eggs because I think it would be so fun to like go pick, eggs, huh? go pick you, out your egg. I don't like eggs either. To go pick out your egg and put it in an incubator and then watching a little kitten hatch out of the egg and then meowing at you and you get to raise a cat from an egg. Like a velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Nick, I so I would like to, um, I guess, rebuttal on your whole concept of uh, eating more fruit with with transparent skin. Yes. I feel like you would eat less because you'd see a little bruise on there and you'd be like, I'm not eating that shit because there's a bruise. But the problem right. is, is when I unwrap my Much banana less and if I see a bruise. As well. Much less fruit would be purchased. Every banana is like Christmas Day. Or you could open would, a present. Or or it would force the supermarkets to go through their produce more. Mm-hmm. And also the those bruised bananas, I know, I know for a fact that food shelters would take bruised bananas because those mm. people eat them. I so then your price so then your price of bananas are going up too because they're getting rid of more Holy than selling. Again, I don't eat fruit. I don't care if my price of bananas go up. Maybe it'll affect you guys. But all I want is a clear fruit. Skin. Nick, look at these fucking bananas. You know how they're so easy to <laughs> tell. They're so it's a little bruised. Unwrap up. one, unwrap one right now and tell me that there's spots on those bananas. Oh my god, you did it with your mouth. You're an actual <laughs> oh monkey. Look at that. It looks perfect. perfect. That was complete. That was completely you know- deceiving. You that was deceiving. That's my point. I would have never bought those bananas. There's spots on them, but that I, looks like I a good banana. You did that. Lime green. Lime so green. Fast as I've ever seen. <laughs> Do you like bananas? I love. I love bananas. You've never had a cramp in your life, have you? <laughs> Every single day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe this monkey un unsheathed. Unwrap that, that with your bad. fucking mouth. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> 
so bach. I'm so. <laughs> this man's eating an orange like an apple. Frying an all. <laughs> we don't need to see through no fucking shells, baby. This is it is what it is. Not the transparent banana because you eat the orange peel. Nah, he made his point. Nick, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Fox, you may need to list the other four answers. All I have in my head right now is two answers, and it's and it's the banana and the cat. Uh, oh, cat. oh the sp- the spiders and birds. The spiders and spiders chirp like birds. McDonald's employees all wear clown costumes. On the 10th of March, everyone is required to skip instead of walk in. The last option is all dolphins grow arms and hands with opposable thumbs. Okay. Okay, can I... Go ahead. Sorry, I've taken up a lot of airtime here. <laughs> no, so I, I, I'm I, intrigued, and I'd like to go back to your, your comment, but I do want to state uh, my two things. Um, after all this conversation was said and done, you may not believe me, but I am in exact agreement with Nick. Let's I, go! I, oh my <laughs> god, you're so right! I would say that transparent bananas would be a game changer, but it's a very close second to the whole cats and eggs thing. Yes? It is. It is very close. Mm-hmm. I think cats and eggs thing would be would be really cool because it'd be like a little dragon that you get almost, except it doesn't fly. Okay. Pokemon. It'd be a little Pokemon. Yes, it'd be very very satisfying. So that's really close. But I do think like right away before we had this conversation, I was like, oh, I think transparent banana peels would be super. It'd be so cool. It'd be so easy. But Cole, you made very good points. You made very good points. First, no one's choosing the dolphin thing unless you want to just watch dolphins take over the world. Actually, sure. uh, that's kind so, of intriguing. That caught my eye. The thing about it that, that's <laughs> intriguing is that dolphins get very sexually frustrated and sometimes they rape humans. Mm-hmm. No. If they had arms, would dolphin rape and regular rape be the same prosecution? That's what I'm. That's where I'm going with this. If dolphins had arms, they're more humanoid. Maybe some humans are into it, and we can have like even more, like couples and more love in this world. Mm-hmm. Diversity. But, yes. Dolphins are, dolphins are also very smart too. They yeah, are. they're they're super smart, and There's if we been, give them opposable thumbs, then it's just GG for the human race. Yeah, um, I would say there's probably a lot of dolphins. I'd say dolphins are smarter than a good 30% of them. I bet you the last 300 years, dolphins are like, fuck, if we had opposable thumbs, I would be president. Imagine <laughs> if dolphins are at, like, SeaWorld, and they do have arms, and we give them, like, machine guns, and it can be, like, the most America fucking, like, act ever. They jump out of the water, just fucking shoot at targets and shit. It'd be so cool. Wait. I'm, I want to make a dolphin army, but start it in SeaWorld. I'm super for it because, like, the way you can market it is, like, the dolphins are here to protect Yes. all the species here. And, the, like, mm-hmm. we, we gave the dolphins machine guns, and they know, they know more than anybody else yes. what mistreatment of animals are, okay? And yes. by giving them machine guns... <laughs> yep. We're actually saving lives here. It means they want to be here. That's right. So, wait. And, okay. and think about this. 
Do you know there's still like pirates that are? Have you seen Captain Phillips? I'm the captain now. There's still pirates out in the seas. If we give dolphin machine guns and we can have and we'd be like, you go and you hunt those pirate ships, we'd have safer waters for people like Captain Phillips. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. uh, dolphin task force that yeah. stops illegal whale hunting. Yes. Oh wow. I th- okay. I think okay. if we're, dolphins we're, got arms. We're, we would have 10 years of good times, and then we'd be eliminated. Yes. Those 10 years. 100%. 100%. Be, that. That's a good 10, 10 years, years though. though. That's a really that, good 10 right. years. Really let, good let 10 me, years. Uh, <laughs> let I'd me, take a really good 10 years for a really bad 50. Finish, finish my, uh, <laughs> I guess, my rant here. So I am not choosing dolphins with arms. Too scary. I am not choosing the McDonald's. Thing. Why is that even a thing? I don't. I think that too is dumb. Too, why? Because dumb. they're already clowns. I don't. No, I don't like that. Employees are people, and they're just trying to make a living. Have you never? And then, don't motherfucker. And then the whole, the whole, the spider and chirpy thing. I hundred percent agree with Fields. Like, could you imagine just hearing like chirp, 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 chirp? It'd like, be like you hear, you hear so many chirps at night, you would literally you'd freak out. You because there's more spiders around you than you think. It would be a um, cricket. What? Every time we every time we try to get close to the sound, it would stop. It would look at okay. cricket. So shake, so that's three. What was the last one that I missed? Um, missed oh, tenth of March. You have to skip. Yeah, skipping day. Okay, that's that's a third place one for sure for me. Like I think that'd just be kind of fun to just like oh it's skip day like you know okay, but it doesn't surpass the bananas or the uh um. <clears throat> Excuse me. It doesn't surpass the the bananas, first of all, because transparent bananas are a very good deal, or the cats with eggs. So my first place, oh, Coalfield really did talk me out of it. I'm actually going to put my first place at the egg cat thing, but bananas are a very close second. I, I personally think that makes way more sense. What? 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 Can I? Can I get your reasoning one more time on the cats with eggs? Uh, they're Pokemon. It just okay. First of all, th- that's a very good point. Pokemon. Second of all, I just think like everything that like so everything that's cute that comes out of an egg typically isn't like that cute as it's young. I don't know. I don't want to be mean, but like imagine a little kitten coming out of an egg. Like when a little kitten comes out, you're kind of like, oh, it's super hey, cute. But it's, they're like little no naked mole rats. You see it when they come out. Yeah, no one said the kitten's going to be as cute when it's live birth as an egg birth. It's egg birth. It's going to look uglier because egg birth is uglier. Everybody knows it. But turtles, kitten's gonna look turtles. little baby turtles know, man. are cute as shit when they pop That's up. Very, very true. Imagine Great if they were point. live birth. Great point, Nick. <laughs> I love that you brought that in there. I will say, I don't know. I don't think there's not a Platypus, baby like, platypi are so cute when they're live, Send me a birth. photo of a baby platypi. Oh, I will right now. I'll send it. Live like, birth is really just kind of, I don't know, like even even infant childs, like brand new, like fresh newborn babies. I, I don't, I don't want to be mean. I just don't think no, like ugly. newly newly born babies are not very cute to me. Once they get a little <laughs> bit older, yes, for sure. But like hey, newborn what, babies, just like everything else, it's just like holy shit. <laughs> okay, what's the thought? What's the thought, real quick? We have a timeout box. What's a timeout? I just I just want to hop in and say my answer while we're still on the topic here before you give your answer. 
Um, I'm also going with baby kitten birth out of eggs. Not because I think it's like a Pokemon. Not because I think it's cute. I am picking kittens out of an egg for an acceptable food source. Mm. Oh my god. That's where I knew this was going. Someone's Mm? eating sunny side up kitten eggs. Mm -hmm. A piece of white bread. Yep. Who, Guys, who, where's that acceptable? Baby platypus. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> it's the day. That's my new background. It changes everything. It changes everything. <laughs> That's an acceptable food source. <laughs> Guys, okay. Everybody listen to this. I'm going to make this the the thumbnail of our fucking podcast for this week. <laughs> and uh, you will love it. Our, our baby platypus uh, uh, ethical source of food. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> that is not. <laughs> it reminds me of a Nidoran. I've never seen a better animal in my life. I bet you this thing still tastes like veal that thing is going for three thousand dollars a fucking ounce and it tastes so good imagine being born and only getting uglier (laughs) (laughs) that's so true baby platypus is the best thing that this world has ever provided us but i have to stick to my guns i'm saying where where other than like European countries are like Asia. Is it acceptable to eat a cat? Nowhere. When we have kitten or cats laying eggs, along you, you want your chicken eggs, you or do you cat? want your cat eggs? Cat eggs are obviously going to be reduced price, right? Wait, but why? they it's might like have more protein. Who knows? Other than China. So I am going oh with kittens laying eggs. Or cats laying eggs for another protein source. Imagine ch- cats living in like a, a pen like chickens do, like millions of cats in a big ass fucking warehouse laying eggs. That's just every middle aged woman in her 50s. Hey, oh. Fields, where are you at with this? I think I'm going to keep it short. I'm a short guy, I'm going to keep it short. Uh, I'm going with spiders chirping. Mm. Imagine you're sitting, you're sleeping, right? You're sleeping, and you're dreaming a little bit, right? You're you're half asleep, half awake. It's it's cold out. You're bundled up under your four or five blankets. It's like 30, 40 minus degrees outside. Wind blaring at your windows, just pounding the windows. <laughs> it's a cold <laughs> night, and you're tucked in dozing in and out of sleep, and you hear a chirp in the corner. You don't think much of what? You should go back to bed. You hear a chirp on your chest. What's that? Who knows? Must be a dream. You hear a chirp on your mouth. What? Is it one of the eight spiders you swallow every year? You hear a chirp in your stomach. And that's when you know you've captured your first spider of the year. Happy New Year, everybody. It's like, it's like Mulan's lucky cricket, but a spider form. That is true. All right. Well, we beat that topic to death. It was kind of fun, though. Word 
of the week. Doop, doop, doop. Word of the week. <clears throat> word of like the to, month. I would like word. to say I'm glad you said word of the month, actually, because it has been so long since I opened up this app that I that when I clicked it, it had to re-download. Because <laughs> I have it, I have my phone on like the the data saving thing to where like if you don't use an app for a while, it it just undownloads it. But yeah, I had to re-download the app because it has been that long. And let me tell you, since it's obviously been more than a week, I'm going through a bunch of them, and it's it's tough to choose one. It is tough. It is tough. Um, let me look through this for two more seconds. All right, the word is going to be this one. Nibby. Maybe. Nope. Nibby. Nibby. Like maybe. N e b b y. Yes. Nebby. 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 And mm, since maybe. it is the new year, I will be nice, and it is an adjective. Adjective. Nebby. I'm nebby. feeling. I'm feeling quite nebby today. Nebby, suck on your lips. Nebby, I will. Nebby, nebby I won't. So okay, so <laughs> nebulous or something. Something that is nebulous is like on the outside, right? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. We, we can't even pull this shit together. I'm I'm trying to get an extra fucking point here. Nick, nebby we will. Nebby we won't. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> what is a nebula? I don't know. It's a formation of stars. Can't no, you guys fucking a, a over there? Is not, no, a nebula is not a formation of stars. A nebula is a massive form of gas in space. Only reason I know this is because I literally did a report on nebulae. What kind of gas typically? What's, what's the most typical gas in space? Uh, I, God, I need to know this. I should know this. It is uh, high. Uh, hey. So oh, my God. I can't remember what it is. It's hydron gas. Hydrogen? No. Hydrogen? Yeah, I think it's hydrogen gas. It's 90% hydrogen, and then there's also nitrogen. Look it up. Look it up, because I'm curious. I did no, no, no. This. That, that gives people Google privileges. We don't want that in Word of the Week. No. Word of the Month, dude. All right, well, I'm just going to guess. I feel like if you're being nebby, you're being, like, uh, erratically rude. Like, for no reason. Like, it's coming out of nowhere. You know what I mean? You're just being a fucking asshole because you... you uh, nope, that's bad. Um, Nebby is... I know what it is if you need help. I know, what it, I know what exactly what it is. I, I think Nebby is, like... I feel like it's a fucking, like, 
English word for your inaction, right? Like kind that, of, kind that of. they're being nebby, right? Somebody mm-hmm. is being nebby. Do you want to so, know what it is, Nick? This, it's a slang word in British. Uh, back in like 1820. Oh, did you grab your nebby? Your nebby. You know what your <laughs> no. nebby is? You no, I think you're is? being a nebby. It's yeah, just like what? a binky. No, no, no. It's a nebby. It's a nerd chubby, dude. It's a nerd chubby. It's uh-huh. it, so you're it, like, it's like a inquisitive slang term. Yeah, so you bring your nebby, like your nerd chubby friend that no one likes. It's like a scapegoat. Okay, but what does the nebby do? Like this, I think this is like a descriptor. Do you know what I mean? That that's what I'm trying yeah. to get to. So are they and the nerd chubby? Is the word you would describe the nebby, and then therefore it turned out to be a nebby. Because it's a slang, you know, they kind of shorten it. You just you just described Nebby as a noun. Mm-mm. Yeah, you would have. It, it's a noun that since it's okay. been 200 I, I years, do, it I turned do like, into I do like nerd. It's a nerd chubby, dude. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with it. I think Nebby is like somebody that's just like rude and it's just out of... It's like just for no reason. Like they're just rude for absolutely no reason. They're socially awkward a little bit. Yep. I th- I think me and Nick. I'm I'm go- I'm piggybacking off of Nick. I think we got it. A socially awkward, rude person for no reason. Bach, what you like, got? The reason is they've been bullied their whole life because they're a nebby. I do like that actually. Well, nebby they nebby they is nebby they are. You'll never know. <laughs> So but I, Nebby. I, I, is it bad to triple, triple piggyback? Is, is <laughs> Nebby, is Nebby the word, the action, the action word? If you don't know what to say, you say Nebby. No, that's maybe. <laughs> Nebby, Nebby. Sounds like a Debbie, but really isn't ready. Ooh, ooh, sideway <laughs> Bach, come on. Dang. I would say a Nebby is like a, like a group of Karens of some sort. It, it, I would say you could they describe the papers in their cubbies. A Nebby as a group like of pretentious, people. rude bitches. Yeah, pretty much. Like Nebby, you could describe as a group people that go against the social norm right social like, norms right there with the broad scope i like that i, I would describe all... i would <laughs> describe together. a nebby as someone that would it's, be it's be a, against a, eating kitten eggs yeah it's definitely protein. an adjective definitely an adjective definitely a, yeah. you know i would say if someone doesn't like the way that you were thinking in 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 the case of like eating kitten Debbie's, eggs, Debbie's, Debbie's. We got Debbie as a nebby because she doesn't like the way that I cook my kittens. Heavy, because you're heavy. All right, Everyone, nebby. Every... Yep, go. So we basically all said the same thing. The final polls are in here. Okay. Everyone gets a point, baby. We pull together. Zero points. That was a long one. Um. We did so good. <laughs> so, Everybody's getting a point. Everybody's getting a point. The amount of points that will be rewarded this week are 
zero. Allegedly. Bullshit. Bullshit. Fuck you're a nebby. You're being a nebby right now. Yeah, I you will... are being a nebby. You're being a nebby downer. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, at one point, somebody did say, uh, I think Inquisit at some point. Yep, that was part of it. That was part of it. That was not part of it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, but right. I remember that word. Nebby is somebody who's overly inquisitive or no A nerd. A nerd. <laughs> nerd chubby. They go to hand the hand. <laughs> Three points, boys. Three points. <laughs> you can't, so, can't toss them on a quarter. A quarter point for that. We had that right in the description. Sorry. Zero points will be rewarded. Damn. 2022 is a tough year. Fuck. But filled with good beer. That is true. That is true. Alrighty, guys. Well, that wraps up episode number 76 of Booze and Banter. We reviewed a bunch of beer. It'll be in the description, along with a picture of a fucking baby platypus. So go down there, read the beers, and look at the baby platypus. You Feels- won't regret it. Un- unpopular opinion. I don't think that baby platypus is that cute. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. What the fuck? You're so being a nebby downer. You're a nebby. You're a nebby as I ever <laughs> said a Betty. Let's go. Okay, everybody. I, hey, I think the one with the top hat and everything's super cute, but honestly, the legit baby mm. platypus. Sure. Mm. Cute. Is it that Shout cute? The bison. Go, it's so herd. cute. I would eat it. It is everybody, not uh, cuter. It is not cuter than I can name two easy ones. Two easy ones. Do it. A red panda or a quokka. Both Fuck Sam Adams. Baby penguins. Don't, don't even know what the second one is, but I'm giving that platypus the nod because I don't think I've ever seen anything so happy. <laughs> a quokka is actually like voted as the number one cutest animal in the world, and I would say by who? Cute. By who? Not by us. Platypus. Gen, gen we're, pop. we're a platypus podcast. Platypus pro. Like it, get the fuck out. Platypus red pandas. Baby. Red pandas are for sure cuter. Sorry. Yeah, but red uh, pandas can't fuck in the wild, dude. Do red pandas only have three appendages coming out of their legs and arms? You're just Is that the up, right word? You're just looking up platypus facts right now. No, I'm just looking at the picture and it's so fucking cute. I can't stop looking. got a little top hat and eyeglass and tuxedo. <laughs> All right, Fields, what do we got here? Fuck Samuel Adams. And some words of wisdom or advice. From Baka Jabbar. All I said before, Betty White's older than the invention of sliced bread. So instead of saying the coolest thing since sliced bread, you gotta say the coolest thing since Betty White. Rest in peace, baby. All righty, everybody. Have a good night. Much love. Send me your location, let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to come through Send me your location, let's ride the vibrations I don't need, no, nothing else but you